0: everybody, Welcome, to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett, everyone lost board. My name is Rob. On Twitter, I am at Dumb and Awful. And my name is Brad. On Twitter, I am at
1: FizzFishizzle.
2: Uh yeah, Brad, you're in uh, Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I uh I was.
1: I just got out, actually. Word. What's your next two rotations? Oh, women's health and then pediatrics.
0: Women's health and pediatrics.
1: The two things I want the least.
0: Yeah, you can't have those women getting too healthy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: give a woman basic health care what will she ask for next yeah i'm
0: dr you know? PUA. listen here honey your viral <laughs> load's looking good but it's not the best i've ever seen i gotta get back to my friends and leave you sit, sat here in the er for like an hour with no i no update on your blood work but uh real quick who lies more to get prescription medicine guys or girls huh because <laughs> i think girls lie more but guys lie better huh because they'll like break their foot My life is hell. (laughs) Please. I do a podcast with some guys on the internet. I'm very lonely. Please don't walk away. Please don't. I have to discharge
1: you. I had a preceptor when I was in emergency medicine who told me, he was like, listen, if a woman has nice underwear on, she's trying to get painkillers every single time. Nobody puts on nice
2: underwear (laughs) to go to the ER.
0: Yeah, Were they just (laughs) had had them
2: on and they were out and about?
0: Wait, first of all, why is the name of this person something that like was an, is an outmoded catholic rank up in crusader kings (laughs) i am the prefector of panties what oh no i'm also an anesthesiologist no this is our (laughs) medical system
1: (laughs) preceptor is someone who uh shits on students for kicks for six
0: weeks at a time why is the fucking head doctor like a used car salesman just like look a lady don't come into the er with those panties she's looking to buy (laughs) (laughs) yes she does sir (laughs)
1: <laughs> you live in a hellscape <laughs> I I'm so miserable uh but then the one time someone did get brought in and she was wearing nice underwear she got brought in by uh, the emergency department or no excuse me like fire services or whatever because she'd gotten drunk at Gatlinburg and fallen down an escalator we've and uh there. the cops did the cops yeah we've all been there right I'm not here to judge the cops didn't want to deal with her so they just brought her to the ER and while she was fine, but then she's just like, well, why I'm here, you got any pain meds? <laughs> I was like, was God there damn it, Gronin was right.
0: <laughs> is it illegal to get drunk in Gatlinburg and fall down an escalator? Or were the cops just I, like, you are being formally charged with just being a lot. <laughs> <laughs> too much. You are too much right now. Yeah.
1: I think <laughs> in Gatlinburg, it's illegal to be sober.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Gatlinburg is the place to get drunk
1: and fall down, basically whatever you can find. Yeah, Rob, have you ever been to Gatlinburg?
0: Not in any way that you would understand. I've been to Gatlinburg (laughs) in the same way that a shaman has been to the
3: stars. (laughs) I
0: feel ancestrally in my blood a connection to the land of white trash that you can't ever even imagine. (laughs) To put this into
1: perspective for you, it's like Daytona Beach in the mountains, but Dolly Parton has a theme park close
0: by. I I crack the, the frog leg wishbone in half and know instantly everything that's ever happened in Gatlinburg <laughs> it is fun no it's not <laughs> that's I had so fun I, I, I went and when I was so like is Brett, Brett's calculus is like New York fucking bullshit all losers nothing to do Gatlinburg I had fun <laughs> <laughs> some toothless yokel
1: pulled him into a moonshine tasting event and they gave him like 10 different flavors for
0: $12 yeah I did taste a bunch of moonshine, and it was fucking awesome. His desire to be contrarian outpaces his fear of deliverance, so he's just like, oh, wow, a lot of people wouldn't enjoy this, but I do. <laughs> no, I just like moonshine. You can't find this experience on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> I had, had the Southern thing
2: where like it always felt 15 years behind the times, technology-wise. Every time I've been, it feels like it's a, it's in like the distant past. Yeah,
0: like it's the fucking Hajj, I know. <laughs> this is a town where someone fast travel is incorporated through someone pulling out an ocarina and playing Dixie on it, pitch perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Gallenberg does feel like it's like 1997, you know? Yeah. Like they have all the stores that sell like katanas for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy vape pins there, but you can buy like different colored cigars and like wood carvings of the Confederate flag and things like that.
2: Yeah, What does this of appeal to now?
1: <laughs> The, the halcyon days before computers and,
2: and phones ruined everything.
1: Yeah. And indoor plumbing and uh, you know,
2: <laughs> the germ theory of disease. <laughs> well, we're from the South. That still hasn't caught on yet. No one knows if it ever will.
0: I mean, it, very literally, the germ theory of disease is being actively and fatally uh, disproven every single day in the South. Like, literally. No, no, I know. We just are like, yeah, you know what's stronger than germs? God. And... Not thinking it through any further and just going about our daily business.
1: <laughs> a, uh, a major hospital here in Knoxville just had their first patient who had been admitted to the ICU with COVID uh, leave alive um, this entire year. Wait, only one's made it out alive? From the ICU, yeah. And they were in there Fuck. for eighty over 80 days.
0: God damn.
1: Yeah, the whole hospital lined up and clapped for them on their
0: way out. <laughs> Everyone just lined up like, whoa! I wish I was in the land of cotton. <laughs> old germ theory, long forgotten. Look away. Look away.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there something with Penn State this week, too, where they were like, yeah, guys, it's not just old people. Uh, what was it? It was a, the Penn State um, head of athletic medicine or just athletics came out and said, like, a third of the student athletes who have gotten it have uh, some sort of heart damage or like heart inflammation.
1: Yeah, it's myocarditis which can be caused by lots of viruses, like most notably uh the th- thing that causes hood, uh hand foot and mouth can cause it. Um but yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> it's not it's not by itself a terrible um a terrible diagnosis we treat it with like basically ibuprofen but um i, I think the penn state guy said uh you know w- what they're planning for the people that are getting myocarditis from uh COVID 19 it's like one in eight are suffering permanent damage Jesus. which is real high is that a problem
3: yeah,
1: well you know for <laughs> yeah uh, especially you <laughs> know for people that might need you know their cardiovascular endurance for their future careers so what we're going to see is a lot
2: more Gaines Adams type situations coming up with football players. I mean, I think he
1: had a valvular disease. Also, he was with the Bears when that happened, so you know, he was already kind of dead. But um, oof, uh, too not, soon. Yeah, no, too soon. Is that the Tampa <laughs> Bay fan? <laughs> he went to Clemson. I mean, that's right down the road for me.
2: Um, uh, dude, speaking of now, COVID in the Bucks. By the way, did you see uh, the the Bucks coach now had the weirdest approach to. To COVID that I've seen so far, the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers, okay. yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right.
0: I morally boycott yes. the NFL, so I don't, I don't have any role in this conversation. As you love to tell us, ethically. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm just spreading awareness.
2: I haven't been paying attention, but they, they have a new head coach, and uh, that's
0: the way to follow the Tampa Bay Bucks.
2: Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And the only reason I saw anything about them besides Tom Brady stuff was because they asked him about the combo of COVID and then protesting, and his answer was the same for both. He was like. There's no point. Uh, nothing's going to change. You can group protest. You can group stay at home. Nothing will ever change. It's all on you as an individual to go out there and do what you got to do. So if you need to mispractice because you were afraid of COVID or you, you need to protest, that's fine. But indiv- there's, and then he just went on a rant about how like we're all doomed. It was a weird combination yeah. of like libertarian doomer
0: in fairness that's a that's a weird take for an NFL head coach but not that weird a take for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach <laughs> you know we're all doomed we get here one way or another and then we find it impossible to leave <laughs> anyway i've been reading some books on this uh tom you want to just throw some wingers towards these receivers um i'm, <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my office with the lights off
1: yeah bruce arians uh his his direct quote was i don't know protest is an action And then he would beg players to, quote, take action, find a cause, neither support it financially or do something to change the situation. But Bruce Arians is basically calling for direct action. It was so bizarre.
2: Direct action, but not as a a group, as an individual. Yeah, he's
1: just encouraging them all to be like lone gunmen.
2: And they pressed him and he was like, I mean, it's not like protests are ever going to fix anything. So you got to take it into your own hands <laughs>
1: you're like, wait, what? Yeah, LaShawn McCoy is going to be on the injured list and the reason is going to be like, uh, he's got to lay low for a while.
0: <laughs> All this is bleak, but I am somewhat interested in a world in which Tom Brady has a bolt action rifle and a belief in his own immortality. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll spin that one out for a few episodes. <laughs> it doesn't have to be exactly Homeland as long as I'm at least a little bit uncertain with what Tom's doing. <laughs> It's
1: football coming back in three days this Thursday.
0: Is are you really, ready for some football? It shouldn't. That's stupid. Oh,
1: no. Enjoy football for about two to three weeks before, like, you know, an entire offensive line has to go out. I was going to
0: say, you know, like, like you would be safer and it'd be less intimate if the offensive lines just went home separately, fucked each other round robin, versus actually <laughs> throwing their faces into each other over and over for an entire NFL regulation game. That makes no sense. You would get COVID.
2: And the teams are too big to do the bubble thing the NBA's been doing. No, is absolutely it, not. Yeah. They're just, just need the support staffs. Yeah. yeah. The
1: support staff's necessary. It's not possible.
2: I mean, that's probably why I think the NBA is the only league that's managed to successfully pull it off, quote unquote, successfully. I guess the NHL's done okay.
1: NHL's pulled it off. Tennis is pulling it off, apparently. Um, that makes
2: sense. That's a bunch of individual athletes. You should be able to do that. Right.
1: But then, of course, an NBA player. Was it Lou Williams <laughs> like, got to go home to Atlanta, then he went to a strip club to get something to eat?
0: <laughs> I just like the wings at Magic City. <laughs> the wings are really good at Magic City. Yeah, the lemon pepper wings at Magic City. I would order it from Uber if I could, but they don't let me anymore because of human <laughs> trafficking laws. <laughs> I'm a basketball expert now that my team is going to win the finals again.
1: Yeah, how does that feel like?
0: Uh, pretty good it's the only this is something that I don't take for granted ever but being a sports fan basically means rooting for the whims of some douchebag millionaire and as a Miami Heat fan uh, our douchebag millionaire just happens to actually like winning like he, his brain his <laughs> brain is broken in a way that happens to coincide with my own personal happiness that is seeing the Heat win so it's really the only sports experience you can have where you're just like, yeah, what'd they do? They did a trade. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's good for us. Great. <laughs> what does the coach want to do? Oh, we lost? Well, I'm sure he learned something valuable. Everyone just seems like a real hard worker who's smarter than average and wants to win for its own sake. I, I will be enjoying this while it lasts.
2: They haven't won. Uh, they haven't beat them yet because they lost last night.
0: doesn't matter. It's just excellent basketball. It's actually a sport being played well, which when you grow up with the fucking Marlins and Miami Dolphins <laughs> to deal with. Just knowing that that your plutocrats are slightly less nepotistic and fucking dumb helps. Yeah,
2: we didn't get that. We had Buccaneers. You have the Devil
0: Rays. They built a full scale fucking Buccaneer Corsair skiff uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the end zones that fired fake cannons, so the the hollering fucking rednecks go, "Oh, it's just it's like we're a real pirate band." It's cool. It's not cool. You've, you've lowered your expectations on life.
2: This is the only cool thing about the Buccaneers in the stadium.
0: That That's is, it. Yeah, that is true somehow. <laughs> Just imagine your your dad fucking taking you to Tampa Bay Stadium and then looking up at him. He's got your oversized Coca-Cola. And a, and a hot dog, some nachos, big thing of popcorn, really going all out to give you the experience. And and then some running back who's fucking second string at Alabama goes and plumps forward for a three-yard gain into the end zone, and then the buccaneer craft fires off its cannons, and your dad fucking lights up in a way you've never seen before. And in that moment, you realize, I'm the spawn of a fucking idiot. <laughs> And that, that moment stays with you. And it's the most impact the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have ever had on that community. That's- Other than eradicating their tax base and making Ybor City basically two two fucking stands where you can get a good Cuban sandwich. And then strip clubs shaped like UFOs where you aren't allowed to touch in the front area. (laughs) (laughs) Tampa sucks. I was there once and I saw five water spouts simultaneously because God didn't make his point yet with four. (laughs) The only thing I remember about Tampa was during a hurricane a few years ago,
1: the entire bay just like withdrew 50 feet into, you know, the ocean. And as someone who's never lived on the coast, I know exactly what that fucking means and that everyone needs to get the fuck out of there real quick. Like this is where the elephants start running inland as quickly as they can. And all the people of Tampa
0: were just walking out into the bay as far as they could. Hey, check, get your sex wax. We're going to do some tier A skimming right now.
2: <laughs> I was on the phone with everybody I knew in Tampa, begging them because it was one of those where like the hurricane might be a direct hit. But regardless,
0: don't walk into the bay. The water will return. Yeah, maybe you're walking. I'm fucking sk- 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 sk right <laughs> over the edge and curling up onto that little that little wave. Hell yeah! <laughs> any girls watching? No, doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: That field though, the Buccaneers Field, that's where I uh they th- I did a swearing in for the military on that field. General oh, Petraeus is where I
1: said. field.
0: Uh no, the Buccaneers Field. Raise your right hand oh. and swear you'll never trust these bitches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Was this before or after he got busted uh giving state secrets to his uh, side piece?
2: Well before. I still have his challenge coin that he gave
0: out in fairness I'm on his side (laughs) what the fuck does she know about Hellman province is any of this intel actionable for her (laughs) Uh, he was probably just making stuff up if you were a a five star general or whatever how often are you just riffing because there's no one that can check you that's basically a perfect job anyone that goes like "Uh, I think I have to uh, are you sure about those facts I can just be like it's top secret (laughs) you can't question me anymore
1: yeah, George, H, uh, George W. Bush like trying to convince Colin Powell to go lie about weapons of mass destruction. He's like, ah, just bullshit, dude. No one on that Senate Foreign Services Committee is going to say anything to you. It's true.
0: Being in the CIA must make you so lazy. I mean, like... George H. Bush was literally the head of the, the CIA, and we just went, "Yeah, fuck it. I guess he can be the president now." And then we <laughs> roll out Pete Buttigieg, which is like a work in progress in the character creator. But fuck it, I, I don't <laughs> want to put any more effort into this. It's good enough.
1: Uh, George H. W. Bush uh, famously, the day the morning Kennedy was assassinated, he sent a memo to D.C. Like, and it's it literally just says, "Just so we know, I am not in Dallas today, guys. Uh, just want to reiterate that." Not saying anything's going to happen later today, but I am not here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Twelve years later, he stole the cr- the questions from Jimmy Carter and gave them to Reagan before a debate. What a country! the The honeypot thing for Petraeus—that's
2: actually pretty common. There was like three generals who were removed when I was stationed in Europe for that. <laughs> one one it was a literal Russian honeypot. I was like, how how do you fall for that? But what always happens is none of them actually have terrible repercussions like if you're a lower level and anything occurs like straight to jail like you're straight to leavenworth uh dishonorable discharge fuck you you dumb enlisted but all the generals uh at at worst they force you to retire with massive benefits and then you turn around and get a job back at the pentagon making double what you were making before or they demote you once that's actually that's what's going on with fort hood fort hood keeps having like bodies turning up right um, from various murders or accidents,
1: and isn't it up to seven for total deaths? We are at twenty-six this year. Okay, now if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Fort Hood like fucking huge as shit? Like it's, it's massive.
2: It's one of the biggest army bases in the world. It's enormous. It might be the largest, but it's it's like one of the the five or six biggest bases the military has. Period. It's absolutely huge.
0: I would think that more people would die every year at Fort Hood just. From V twenty two Ospreys,
1: <laughs> I mean, trying to trying to take off and fuel, like yeah, oh, just we lost like four
0: more, <laughs> just like every day. It's like the killing Kenny gag where you're just like, ooh, scrambled eggs and bacon a day. I'm ready for some chat, and then a V twenty two just comes through the window and explodes.
2: There's an Osprey that used to come land and Creech when I was working there in the Air Force still, um, and it was just doing, it was just flying from California and then flying back, just doing training stuff. And every time I joke that's like, hey, aren't those the ones that crash a lot? And then one time I was driving home from work and I looked back and it was crashing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just casually in your Everybody was okay.
2: Well, yeah, because they crash on uh, landing and takeoff literally all the time. All the time. Because it's a dumb fucking system. It has propellers that move it uh, that are vertical and then go horizontal so it can move forward. But that in-between time, yeah, it just plummets. That's what's happening.
0: I like the idea of... A dumbass as airframe, like <laughs> they—it's the apotheosis of the military, which is like, what if it could do everything hypothetically simultaneously? And it's like, well, that can't be done. It's just going to explode. It's like, all right, well, what if it does that? Sold for four hundred billion dollars. Thirty-five,
2: baby. It's always because of the Marines. The Marines are obsessed with vertical takeoff that's that's the entire reason that all of these dumbass platforms exist because the dumbest branch it's not even its own branch uh keeps getting to say no has to have vertical takeoff which like that is an engineering problem that we still haven't figured out for all that they're continuing to run platforms that do it yeah
0: love the vertical takeoff of the ejector seat of that (laughs) f-35 taking off the top foot and a half of your body which has affected no marines (laughs) that's why they argued for it
2: Uh, You're not wrong about the four hood thing though. The 26 deaths this year is actually lower than it's been in like five or six years. So is it all happening on the base or people just hiding bodies there? I mean, last year they had almost 40 people die at 38, but it's, it's a combination. Like one, it's a giant military base. There are a lot of deaths to happen because it's a lot of young people, all of whom were either groomed to get in there or, are joined out of desperation, right? Like it is prime location for, dumb fucking things to happen, uh, and dumb fucking things that end up with people dead. It's also a great spot if you're doing criminal shit, because there's so many people, it's hard to find you. Everything in the military with investigations is run through the chain of command. So if the guy running the base doesn't want to look bad, he's just going to tell them to stop looking into stuff, right? Or he's just not going to pursue it that aggressively, or they're going to turn people away. There's like an outside investigation unit that you can go to, but that's its own challenge. Normal crimes that happen within the military, it goes through your chain of command. So this is why like sexual assault is a huge issue and why every few years it pops back up and Congress is like, maybe we'll do something this time. Because if you are a captain and you are sexually harassing or assaulting uh, an enlisted member of your unit, they can't do anything about that. Because if they complain, you can just kill it. Or the commander can kill it because they don't want them. They don't want anybody to look bad. If the commander is doing the harassment, it goes nowhere. You're just totally out of luck.
0: Yeah, we talked about this on the bonus about which is a whole episode on military recruiting, and yeah, the incentive structure is just not in place to reward any sort of whistleblowing or reporting at all. Like who who benefits there?
2: No one, because it's it's it, the person who runs the base, the general who runs the base. It's his own fiefdom. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it.
1: In the um, like, like various you know military internet places, I'm sure you've
0: lurked and hang around. What they—that's what, yeah, the what he does. On? <laughs> he, yeah. He's on the military dark web. <laughs> Do they still let us uh, hang our chibis in the, the Air Force squadron room? <laughs> Did they ever take down that Blue Exorcist wall scroll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some good times in front of that bad boy.
1: Are there any thoughts about it, what's actually going on at Fort Hood, or is it just? the usual dipshit bullshit compilation The the sense is definitely like
2: most of this is fairly normal and it's just getting more coverage because there was a few like really lurid stories that came out of fort hood this year so now they're covering every single thing that happens which is mm-hmm. honestly good you should be covering how like fucking crazy it is at an army base and how much insane shit happens but there's been there are two or three of those where it does feel like there's like a legit there's legit someone murdering people uh that hasn't been caught And there's also clearly a a consistent culture of harassment and assault at the base, which is common and they got to figure something out. So they actually just, they didn't get rid of the commander because, you know, like I said, they don't do that. So the general who was in charge was supposed to rotate out to a new base um, this month, I believe. And instead of doing that, they just held him there, brought in the new commander and the new commander is running an investigation um, just into everything that's going on. So this other guy who's been running a base that apparently has all these problems, not getting demoted, nothing's happening to him. He just has a a delay in moving on to his next place while they figure out exactly how we're going to cover this up. Because make no mistake, none of it will rebound on the general in charge. It never does.
0: How much of being like a, a rich, powerful, Ill- Illuminati, Imperial Corps guy is just covering up sexual assault. It seems like it'd be fucking boring. Like that's all Epstein does, right? That's all the fucking Clintons do. That's all the military does. That's all powerful corporations. Do. It's what fucking NPR does for the guy. It's just like, well, I'll tell you, Wisconsin was some sort of a funny place. Everyone is just doing sexual assaults or covering them up.
2: Well, sometimes they cover up sex work. So uh, there's been a bunch of bases, a bunch of bases overseas in like Afghanistan and Iraq where prostitution rings start up um, because enterprising people realize that they can make a bunch of money charging for sex when you're deployed, and then they do make a ton of money. And uh, a lot of the, the unit commanders are paying for it as well, so it gets covered up for a long time. And then eventually, like, usually what happens is uh, someone rotates out and the new person is like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when it blows <laughs> up. It's never because the people in charge report on it. It's because someone new shows up and blows a whistle.
0: Unless you're in the Philippines, in which case the president will just be like, yeah, no, fair play. Duterte's just like, no, I understand. Like, you were horny and then you weren't horny anymore. So, what do you, you probably got to, probably got to kill her. Just yeah, open, the, open pardon. You didn't see this? I thought it, it was a trans woman that he killed. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, that, I heard yeah. about it. He, wait, he got pardoned? Yeah, they just oh, went, yeah. they pardoned the fucking Marine for that? Yeah, they're like, oh look,
0: God. you know what? Whom's amongst us? Uh, <laughs> Post nut hasn't killed a trans woman. Anyway, the Philippines officially pardons you. Jesus. Just there's no there's no explanation given other than just like oh eh, well you know you weren't horny anymore.
2: Um, it's not it's not marine specific, but they do ha- tend to have like the worst versions of it. Marines overseas almost always kill local women. It happened. There's always a murder. It's well, a big w- issue in Okinawa.
1: Yeah, Okinawa's where it's the worst.
0: We're gonna keep you on base about ninety five percent of the time and just train you to mindlessly kill. But that other five percent. We're going to set you loose in a local population where you don't know the language, encourage you to get highly drunk, and you know what? This would be the time to fuck if you wanted to. Anyway, let me uh, put my hands in this water like Julius Caesar and go back to leaking state secrets to some tart from Tampa. I run a military base.
1: Yeah, and to bring it around full circle the other bad thing that always happens in okinawa since they're so densely populated and there's residential apartments like all over the military base every time a helicopter crashes it takes out like 30 people oh, and it yeah. happens once every three years or so and every single time the japanese like why are they still here why are they on this ba- you know every local politician runs on getting the marines out of okinawa they're all the parties are unified
2: on that front get them the fuck out of here
0: imagine just having other countries military bases prominently displayed like if on my way to manhattan i had to pass basically any foreign nationality's military base i'd be so sick of them so quickly
1: yeah but what if it was like poland's like you know armored division just sitting there getting drunk and like not doing fucking anything at all
0: yeah, well, that's fine. Poland's armored division is just an excuse to sit around with the hood up and get hammered and talk about your wife. They're not really ruining the neighborhood because they're not going outside unless it's to sell their nephew into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> no, he look weak, but Estonian mouth.
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, say the other reason Marines have so many issues is because they explicitly recruit people who have been abused. Like, it is a known thing in the Marine Corps. Like, the, all the advertising is directed that direction. Um, it's a lot of
0: people. I mean, some of them. It, it's the very first question on the ASVAB is like, what do you think about drowning pool? <laughs> and the options are sick or less sick. <laughs> Complete this cognitive pattern. And on text, it says, ooh, wa ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and then A just says, oh, oh. <laughs> and you're like thoughtfully, like looking around at the test nearby, like, I don't to fucking have this one. Uh,
2: For all the like, having a foreign military that you have to see every day would be fucking ridiculous and you get sick of it. 100%. In America, nobody likes having a military base in their backyard. Like outside of major cities where they're with a small enough base where you can blend in, you are absolutely loathed by the locals every fucking base you go to especially small towns, the whole small towns, because they know that they're dependent on the military in order to get money. But it's just a series of young, drunk idiots wrecking things, sleeping with their daughters, and running off.
1: <laughs> and buying their Kawasaki motorcycles.
0: Oh, my God. And Mustangs, yeah. Poland seems to like foreign troops. That, that doesn't seem like we have any real problem stationing people in Poland, because the Polish cops are just like, hey, y'all doing anything gay in there? all right because that's illegal here apparently anyway you got smokes all right well no, just give them to me anyway bitch (laughs) they fuck off and look at their 10 f-16s
2: uh yeah the the poland relationship apparently is pretty good but there's so much of the military when it comes to where you're stationed is like constant anxiety about being sent to the bad bases and the bad bases are always places that are in the middle of nowhere with a small town with a small town that hates you and goes out of their way to rip you off at every chance. So like one of the worst bases in the air force to be sent to is this one that's called Clovis. It's in New Mexico. I think they've rebranded it to a different name now because it was so loathed and uh, hated within the air force. They, they won't change base names because they're named after a Confederate general, but they will. If everyone in the military knows those places blow, then they'll change the name all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, Robert E. Lee base is not harshing anyone's vibe, but Minot, that sounds like some Dungeons & Dragons shit. We're going to call it Nuke City now.
2: (laughs) But (laughs) Minot's the other one. But both Minot and Clovis have the same issue, which is uh, they're in a small town. And in Clovis, they do a bunch of things to rip you off. So, like, wherever you're stationed, if you live off base, you get a housing allowance so that you can pay for an apartment or a house or whatever, and it's pegged to certain indicators. Clovis is a small enough town That they match every single rent to exactly what your housing allowance is. If the housing (laughs) allowance goes up, they move the rent. If it goes down, they move the rent. But it's always perfectly
0: pegged. I can't believe those landlords are doing that to our our troops. In Minot, you can't even
2: afford to live off base because they had a big rush of mineral extraction uh, and oil extraction out there. This is in North Dakota. and. Uh, it inflated the prices of housing so much that no one, no one in the military can afford it. In general, in the military, the reason they give you housing allowances is because you can't afford to live anywhere without it, right? There there are rare places that you can afford to live off of what they pay you as an enlisted person. So that's why they do the housing allowance to begin with.
0: Imagine having so good an economic system that you could be in Minot, North Dakota and be like, it's fucking impossible to find a place to to live here.
2: I can't afford it. I can't afford to live in like a trailer in my not
0: just looking at a perfectly geometrically flat plane as far as the eye can see and being like, "There's, (laughs) there's no, there's no place to sleep here.
1: I've heard those, um, those like resource boom towns are just like the peak of the tallest mountain in hell that's poked through the earth's surface. They are supposed to be miserable, horrific. I mean, nothing but like meth everywhere, and you know people are making you know six figures a year, and they're like nineteen, and they're just blowing it all. They also, that's also where they still do like company town shit too, where they'll be like,
2: oh well, (laughs) company cocaine and like company weed. (laughs) Well, or, or just uh, you go like, there's nothing around, right? There's nowhere to sleep. There's nothing like that, and the company goes like, well, we'll give you a tent with a cot if you pay us three grand a month. And you're like, well, I mean, I'm making six figures. I guess I'll do that. Obviously, it's a massive ripoff. Uh, there's people who follow those places around, too, and sell stuff just because, like, if all you do is bring in, like, let's say goods from Trader Joe's or some shit or Walmart, uh, you can mark it up 100% and make a killing. And it'll still be cheaper than what
1: the company is selling to the people in the resource towns. Now, isn't it true that with the people in the military that they have to pay back their loans, right? And soldiers can't default on loans, and that's why um, there's such like predatory, like payday advance joints right outside military bases and things like that? Or is it just because people are fucking idiots when they're 18?
2: So both. Uh, you, you can't default, but the can't default just means that like it's very easy to garnish money from an enlisted person. Mm-hmm. It's a very easy process to garnish money. And also, if you know how the system works, if 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 you are enlisted and you get into any sort of trouble off base, if the off base people know how military shit works. They can call your first sergeant or commander and make your life a living hell. And all those, all those places know how to do that, right? Like they're set Mm -hmm. up specifically to do that. But the other part of it is, is it's kids making money. So the entire time you're in basic training, you're making money that just sits in your bank account and can't be touched because there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to spend it on. And so the minute you get to a training base, these people who almost everyone in enlisted, Got there because they were broken, desperate, right? So you get to your training base and you're like, "Oh, I've got like." Don't
0: forget straight dumbasses. Oh yeah, the net does catch a lot of just true, just smooth brain dummies. They're just like, "Well, I get to fight a demon with a sword." I mean, maybe not in basic, but eventually (laughs) I'm going to join. I don't know how currency works.
2: And it's 18, 19 year olds. They're inherent fucking idiots. And they get to their training base and they're like, I got five grand to blow.
0: That is dope. In fairness, I've yeah, been that yeah. guy before. There was a, a period in the early 2000s, uh, uh, the arbitrage zone, <laughs> where there was a game called No Limit Texas Hold'em that was dumb as shit. You could train a baby or a dog to win at it. But most people are so adverse to reading that you could just like, play the most suboptimal, low-risk sort of cards, and just wreck every small business owner and boat shop manager in South Florida.
3: It was delightful.
0: And I got to say, when I had 5K cash and no brains whatsoever, there's some good times, and I do not judge those enlisted people.
2: No, I mean, it makes sense, but you show up with
0: They're in actual terrible conditions. I just had depression (laughs) (laughs) and a willingness to walk up any back alley staircase that presented itself to me. You know it's depressing.
2: All of my money because I had to join after the crash, they it just went to all the maxed out credit cards and debt that I got trying to survive after the 08 crash. So all Wait, of that what? basic training money, that's where it went. It was just me Why paying their credit cards.
1: Declare bankruptcy? You're going to the well, military anyway. Yeah, you can't with student. The whole loans. Fuck, right. Oh fuck, that's right. But idiot. were they on your student loans or are they credit cards?
2: It was a combo of both. I had I had credit card and uh and oh, uh, okay. student loan debt. So. You can't tell right.
0: me nothing. You understand with 5K in my pocket in Tallahassee, I was the deputy mayor for <laughs> several years.
3: <laughs>
0: I looked at the Capitol buildings and I said, make it look more like a dick and balls. And they did. And that's my legacy. <laughs> Google Tallahassee Capitol building and all due respect to Jonathan Ames. But the, the Brooklyn clock slash cock tower has nothing on this magnificent set.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, it's a re- like speak of the credit card thing. The military gives you uh, a way to force credit cards that you had before you joined to drop down to a 6% maximum interest rate, which because I was maxed out and broke, I was at like 25% when I joined. So that was a lifesaver. Uh, Still have that credit card because they never changed it back up once I got out.
1: Oh, fucking nice. (laughs) It's the
2: only way to not get a usurious rate is to join the military. But yeah, everybody else, they they get to their training base. A lot of them don't really have debt. They're kids, right? So you're making good money. You're living on base. You're not paying for housing because the kids especially don't get to live off base for years. Uh, They're they're eating at the chow hall where they're required to go. So they're not even eating off base. And it's like, they're not getting paid much, but all that money goes straight into their pocket and they have very few things to spend it on.
0: The classic basic training to Rainbow Six Siege premium operator pipeline. (laughs) Just water-cooled PCs or Dodge Chargers. Those are the two genders available to you.
2: Yeah, and they'd have... (laughs) <laughs> and they'll have uh, whatever the base entrance is. There's usually a used car lot
0: within a block of that. With the 1998
1: C- Shelby Cobra GT. So, so let me ask right you right there. here,
0: young man. Go ahead and sit down. Who's your commanding officer? Oh, oh, he's he's a good guy, good guy. Now, let me ask you, when we're we're penning you in for this lease, how long do you think you can go without a sexual assault? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the six month. <laughs> 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 We're going to call this welcome the basic package. You get the charger six months. If you stick around, the rate drops down a bit. (laughs) Do girls like chargers, or are they just driving them for other guys to look and go, Charger, nice. I don't know. It seems like the most inefficient route to wherever it is you're going.
2: Well, it's Charger Mustang, or my favorite was this eighteen-year-old, the dumbest kid I knew by far, Corvette, brand new Corvette. And it's like you do not make enough, even with no other bills, you do not make enough to afford that.
0: Just it took Jerry Seinfeld like forty-five years to get that corny, and just an eighteen-year-old prodigy like I'm spending every cent on a red Corvette to drive around Minot. Why? There are mounts in Eorzia that'll get you more pussy than a Minot Camaro. <laughs> What's
2: funny is if you go on base, there's always two main types of vehicles. You get muscle cars that people got right out of basic because they're idiots. The other one you get is German cars because if you get stationed overseas, you get a discounted price for the German automobiles. And then it gets shipped back to America for free and you don't pay tax on it either
0: direction. Just a fucking, uh, (laughs) just an off white BMW M1 with lowly stickers all over it as you cruise (laughs) through fucking Peterson Air Force Base.
2: There's always a bunch of Audis and BMWs on military bases because of that. Because you can get it for basically 15% cheaper and you can buy it in the States.
0: And then you can just sell it to the son of whatever Saudi spy happens to be conveniently uh, located in the office complex immediately off base.
1: <laughs> I think my favorite thing I've ever heard was that uh, if you know a spouse of a soldier, she's also on USAA or whatever, uh, she gets one uh, like elective surgery a year which is basically just straight plastic surgery every single time. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? They'll pay for it. <laughs> you get one, but you get a boob job or a lip job. You can get your butt done. Try so if you think about it, if you, if you you if you were married for two years and you time it right, you can get your boob, butt, and your lips done. Or if you're a guy, I guess you could get, you know that dick enlargement surgery then you get implants. your butt done and then you get the dick like repair surgery because you know i
0: can't wait to be a hold up hold up in the fucking urals field stripping my, my ak-47 that I, I took off of a non-nato combatant and just <laughs> fucking grime accumulating under the, the bags of my eyes just being like what got you in here old man i'm like well i was long but i felt like it wasn't thick enough <laughs> but, Anyway, load up the mortar yet again. Yes, it does give me a complex, but that'll all be gone once I get home. <laughs> and i meet that kindly doctor that inflates a balloon at my cock. <laughs> you know, he takes the fat out of your ass, they cut it out, and then they inject it down your shaft. Uh, uh, Captain, can we just fire the mortar? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. They, they did also
2: used to cover, before Trump came in, they also used to cover gender reassignment surgery.
0: So you fantastic, get a, as they it should. was. That's like that Dustin Hoffman movie where he's just like, I'm going to rob a bank to get gender reassignment surgery for my girlfriends. Like, that's fucking sick, actually.
2: Yeah. But that, a- that's
0: a cool way to
2: rob a bank. Also, heartbreaking, though, that that's like the only real avenue to afford it is joining the fucking military.
0: Yeah. I just- well, I said robbing a bank. <laughs> Trans people listen up and do better. <laughs> yeah. But it's well, like, get, you know- get two birds stoned at once. What are we doing here?
1: Trump comes in is like, you no, know, you're you're joining the military, you want gender reassignments. Absolutely not. This will kill morale. But do you want your wife to get them big ass titties? Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> the military should let you spend those elective surgeries on yourself. Just just for combat readiness. Cause imagine you're like you're in some horrible forward operating base in Tora Bora. The fucking American imperialists are hunting you down every time that there's a clear day and you're moving on the back of a moped from one dead drop to the next, and then you look out and you spot a sniper, and it's just some fucking 19-year-old marine weeb who's had his face reconstructed to look like Jungkook. <laughs> this, this is my execution at Owl Creek, and I look into the gray eyes of someone who vaguely resembles Jimin, and that's my last moment here on Earth before everything's erased like an anesthesiologist giving me a fucking amnesiac <laughs> from 4,000 yards away. <laughs>
2: uh...
0: Oh, I was going to say he's, he's written "stand fake love and, and pork blood on the bullet." As I go down. <laughs> That's how I'm trying to be.
2: The other thing that everybody spends their money on, by the way, is, is engagement rings. That's always
0: the first thing people
2: do is they get married or they, well, get, they engaged. get more
1: money if they're married. Right.
2: A lot of people join to escape shitty circumstances. Right. So I know I said like, there's people who have no debts and everything. A ton of people I knew sent literally half of all their income home to help their family out. So that, that was pretty common. Um, they send it home so their parents don't kick it out of their house or so their their kid brother or sister can go to school or to pay for their parents funerals like that's fairly common it's super fucking depressing but because they're escaping from shitty towns it means whoever they were dating also wants to escape that shitty town and so marriage is an easy way for both of them to get the fuck out right one joins the military they get married and now they're both free of whatever shithole place that doesn't have jobs and it just has a ton of opiate overdoses
0: now the conditions of your life have gone from sort of diffusely terrible with no opportunity to one tyrannical 19 year old dipshit being the sole source of your continued comfortable existence
2: oh yeah it creates terrible situation
0: yeah really escaping a terrible situation by finding a new terrible situation
2: (laughs) but if they get married if you're in And you get married. And like I said before, if you're uh, young and enlisted, they don't let you move off base for years. The minute you get married, you get to go off base, right? Which means, one, you're not subject to constant room inspections. They can barge in whatever they want when you're on base. So you'll just have a whole weekend ruined because someone else that wasn't even in your unit got a DUI. And so they decide to inspect everyone's rooms for some bullshit. And you just get fucked over. Like, that's just a normal thing when you live on base that you deal with. So getting off base is just like a quality of life thing, where you can just be your own human for a minute. But also if you get married, there's additional income that you get. That housing allowance that I was talking about, that goes up if you're married. There's a difference between single and married. So there's a bunch of incentives for like, get married, your life gets better as far as military side is concerned, and you get more money. And what that ends up resulting in is a lot of people who marry the first person they ever slept with, uh, and then divorcing them uh and sleeping with their friends in the unit that's pretty common there's like shout
0: out to all the jodies out there doing praxis (laughs) there's a lot of that going on and it's yeah why wouldn't there be you are married based on nothing you don't even have enough to date it's just like what could you possibly have in common at age 18 you've gone from high school into the military it's just like hey do you do you also uh think that anime tiktok dances are gay it's like yeah i I kinda it's like great we're gonna be a beautiful middle class family in nebraska (laughs) what is the what is the bedrock that you're building that home on
2: my favorite specific instance of this is there was a dude that i worked with in germany and i actually knew at the training base too he's a fucking idiot he got his first name tattooed on his forearm and it got misspelled right like (laughs) High quality idiot wait,
1: wait, here. Was he not watching the tattoo? He
2: wasn't. He wasn't. We all asked him. It was like, first, did you? Are you forgetting your first name that you need a tattooed on your forearm? And second, is that a cover up because it was misspelled? Like, yeah, man, that guy fucked it all up. I wasn't like, you know, I was drunk. I wasn't paying attention. It's like you're you're eighteen. What the fuck you mean you were drunk getting a tattoo? That is the best
0: time to get drunk and get a tattoo, though.
2: And so uh, I've known this dude for like eight or nine months, and he's like, yeah, man. My girlfriend's about to graduate high school uh, and move out here and we're going to get engaged and get married. I love her so much.
3: <laughs> and again,
2: I've known this dude for nine months. I was like, this is the first I've ever heard of a girlfriend. You were just fucking another girl like two months ago in a different unit. It, not once did it come up that you had this deep abiding love for someone back home. It was like, yeah, I, that was just casual. That's, though, my, that's
0: my favorite type of girlfriend guy is the guy who like in his mind is like a night's hospitaler. He's just like, I, I know, but I love her so much. I would do anything for that family. And it's just like, didn't, didn't you just go to like five rub and tugs this week alone? And it's like, yeah, I, everything I do is for the family. <laughs> <laughs> but so. That guy rules. That so, guy in his mind is like Tony Soprano. But really, he's just like consistently evicted from normal massage spas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, and uh, he and I both had the same supervisor, right? The guy who like writes up all your reports and everything. Uh, so I had to deal with him a lot anytime we did, like, group
0: shit. By the way, I love just thinking about how many years you spent in the military just still being you, but surrounded by absolute idiots. That <laughs> was fun. Yeah, did that you have was any the friends? Most, like, yeah, was
1: that, like? was, that was
0: the most attentive Brett has ever been to my bullshit. Is he'd, <laughs> he'd have, like, a week off in New Orleans, and I'd be like, yeah, man, Drew Brees, psh, he's no Dante Cunningham, and... Brett all of a sudden would be like, "Tell me more about that," and I'd be like, "Why?" <laughs> 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 just, just, just like all of a sudden he was at like the 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 Royal Oxford Academy attending lectures, attending lectures compared to like people that are misspelling the tattoo of their own fucking name.
1: <laughs> uh, I, but I can't so, get over this guy not noticing his name
0: being spelled incorrectly every time. I'm like, actually, the black eyed peas are kind of like monet that was like brett reading the principia mathematica <laughs> compared to what he'd been dealing with
2: uh, but yeah so he and i have the same supervisor we're in the car with their supervisor this dude from north carolina who can't spell his name right is telling us about like showing up we're getting engaged we're gonna get married and both he and i spend like an hour in the car on the way to work being like are you sure that this is a good idea and he was totally locked in he tells the first sergeant everything when he gets in and they're like Congrats, you've become a man now. You get to live off base soon. We'll get the paperwork You're together. You're getting
0: that not-a-homo bonus pay. Yeah. <laughs> which is literally what the Air Force does. There's no reason to encourage this behavior.
2: Uh, and then his fiance shows up, and I, I never meet her because
1: uh,
0: I'm at work for it's four a good days thing, straight. It's thing because she
1: couldn't have handled the full-court Brett press.
0: What does the full-court Brett press look He's like? He's
1: got a tattoo of his name spelled correctly on his arm. <laughs> uh
0: you can't. You basically can't spell Brett correctly. There, there's no end goal there that doesn't make you upset when you get there. B-R-E-T, fuck you. B-R-E-H-T, all due respect to the podcast, fuck you. B-R-E-T-T, somehow you pick the most boring version of this shit name. <laughs> Brett doesn't even, you know how most names have like an etymology where you can go back like, my name's uh, No Docs. They have strong, cool Polish meanings. Yours are just like middle manager. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who collected the tax on the crops. That's what Brett means in Old English.
2: <laughs> anyway, so she finally makes it to Germany. I, uh, we're on 12-hour shifts at this point. I have four straight days. Um, and he works with me for the first two of them. On the second day, we're at work together. He has left her in the dorms. Apparently, while she was there uh, at the dorms, she slept with three different dudes in the unit in one night, including a guy who was only at the dorms because he was waiting for a car ride to go home to see his wife, his pregnant wife. Uh, So they, of course, broke up. That guy, six months later. He's now in
1: charge of the Marines. no,
2: no, 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 no. That guy, six months later. Got in a bunch more trouble, uh, broke a bunch of shit at the dorms after he got drunk. So they started out processing him. They start, they kicked him out, right? And they, they went like, we'll be nice. We won't do dishonorable discharge. You'll still get all the benefits, right? Like, you'll be fine. Two days before he was supposed to leave, he got drunk and destroyed a bunch of stuff again. So they got dishonorable discharge.
1: This is the military. How'd that girl end up? Like, what was her story?
2: Having I
0: don't know a great, she having a great fucking time, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Do you understand the steps required to get you there? Like, either she went in, she's like, yeah, I'm going to fly to Germany to meet this dipshit guy, and I intend fully to just fuck every guy in the barracks while I'm there. That is an awesome move from a powerful young woman. If, on the other hand, she was like, you know what, I'm going to fly over there, probably set up uh, a whole life, and through like 18 hours of direct exposure with this dipshit was just like, counterpoint run a train on the german division <laughs> yeah. that's also cool that's someone that has has a flexibility and a joie de vivre that i can only fucking admire she's nothing wrong
2: she wasn't she wasn't in the military but there's a genuine element of the military gay men and straight women that joined specifically to get a ton of sex because there's a
1: ton of young men in great shape uh, i got to hear about it a lot yeah, how many of the great men in great shape did you uh, hear about, Brett? Tell me.
0: It's <laughs> funny, happened a uh, every, lot.
1: you feel like it interfered with your day-to-day activities? I
0: was such a good leader. I was so effectively high speed and low drag that everyone from the lowest enlisted to the, to the, the highest ranked officers would come to me and say, I'll tell you what, your men are looking bad. Your men are looking strong, burly. (laughs) I like to see the sweat glistening off them when they're running those laps, Brett. And and no one does a better job than you. And Brett's just there, like, I'm so good at leadership. I love how you guys think I'm doing leadership. I'm fucking enlisted. No, we we think you're doing hardcore homoeroticism. Yeah, you're, just, worry, you're laundering worry. it through the lens of leadership. Uh, <laughs> That's the only way the stories you tell make any all sense. All these dumb
1: enlisted guys kept feeling me up all the time, and I would tell them to stop. I would slap them. I would spank them <laughs> as hard as I could, and they just kept doing it. Anyway, Army life, or ne- excuse me, Air Force, Chair Force, <laughs> the Air chair force I was life. sitting in when he put his ass in my face. <laughs> One of my really good friends,
2: uh every single base I was stationed at, actually. Um, we worked together for the time. (laughs) One of your bachelor friends.
1: (laughs) One of my really good friends that I worked with for
2: four years. Uh
1: (laughs) four years.
2: Was this dude from Samoa who was gay and it was delightful seeing him discover that you can go places where that's not a horrible thing. So when we got to Vegas. (laughs)
0: Brett's with dorm. permission naughty boy
2: <laughs> so when we got to vegas it was like the greatest experience of his life because there was like an actual gay community you could
0: hold hands on the strip
3: <laughs>
2: uh, anyway so i got to hear a lot about it yeah as you were both suntanning <laughs> by the pool <laughs> well i mean yeah we did suntan by the pool that did happen a bunch that but actually yeah, sounds nash. nice yeah it was delightful we all did in vegas it's like the main
0: thing to do if you're not on the strip gambling i feel like i'd like vegas for like a month that
2: that's most people yeah everybody else becomes a degenerate gambler really fast Just or playing like crazy. 30
0: 60 at the bellagio and and traveling through space and time at the pool <laughs> yeah i could do that
2: oh i did have a, a news military thing as well besides the Fort hood thing um trump is talking shit about dead veterans again that's in the news
0: again which good like, that's funny as hell <laughs> I love that he goes after a dumbass, can't raise your hand, John McCain.
2: And this is from, like, apparently it's from 2018 or
0: something. Oh, I'm dropping napalm. Oh, no. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Fucking dumbass.
2: Apparently he was in, like, Paris, and they asked him if he wanted to go to some uh, graveyard, and he was like, no, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about losers and suckers who got killed.
1: Right. So it was the, it was the, it was like sort of like the trip they all take to a World War One, you know.
0: Oh, I'm in a Sherman tank. Nothing can stop me. Oh, my armor plating. Bill. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, I can make 10,000 of them a day. Oh, yeah. How many of them survive? Not 10,000 of them.
1: <laughs> and he decided that he wasn't going to do it. And at the time, they said like the, he just decided he wasn't going to fucking go. Like, just like, yeah, fuck this. And, uh, At the time, they were like, well, the weather was so bad that we couldn't drive him. But all the other world leaders drove. Uh, So that wasn't really a good excuse at the time. But now it's almost certainly John Kelly, like, just knifing him and, like, Mattis, just not giving a fuck and saying whatever they want.
0: I don't care what world leader got driven to Normandy to look dour. If I'm some World War II veteran that just got, like, the upper portion of my skull just dislocated instantly from an MG 42 as soon as the Higgins craft dropped its front door. I'm not thrilled about seeing dour Emmanuel Macron fucking shed some alligator tears over my grave for a bit. That very much was not why I was doing it. Yeah.
2: Brad and I were talking about this before. I definitely think it's a Lincoln project leaking this stuff. I think he's right on that one.
0: Oh, it's a hundred percent. This is Hall monitor type shit. Yeah. Where someone goes, did you hear Trump? Trump says, remember when he said he doesn't like losers? Well, aren't, aren't those our, our boys in blue and, and our, our, our men and women serving with valor abroad? And it's just like, yeah, no, this is, this is what he's always said. But now you're targeting Republicans as you pivot right. So Joe Biden has to be like, actually, I would have sucked John McCain's dick because he was a good man.
1: He's been sucking a John McCain's dick for, got 25 years. He remembers when John McCain could use both hands. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and then
2: the Dems are like, well, this is our opportunity to prove that we are more fascist and we love the military more. Meanwhile, uh, at no point have they promised to remove troops from Afghanistan or in the wars. Have no oh, of point. course not. I, I mean, a few not. weeks ago, the fucking Dems voted to keep troops in Afghanistan. They explicitly voted to not let Trump take anybody out. And it's like, I don't really... Love that he's insulting dead veterans, but it it doesn't even register anymore. What does register is your fake fucking tears about it while you screw over living people. Fuck you, Joe Biden and goddamn Democrats. Like you are actively encouraging more people to die and you're pretending you're better than this motherfucker like no you're in the exact same boat except you are more cynical manipulative about it that's all that's the only difference between you two at no point do any of you give a fuck about the military or veterans like uh, every part of the system is designed to pull in Poor people and young people grind them up and turn them into profits for some fucking asshole in the DeVos family. Like, it's all horseshit. Look, we care
0: about the military a little bit because you always need young men and women to misfire that javelin missile and take out the Grand Cherokee in a nearby parking lot.
2: Oh, it's so infuriating to watch, though. It's it's the same shit every time. They just want to fetishize it, but they're never actually going to do anything to, to materially change the conditions of people in the military. Politicize
0: the U.S. military. Let's do it. Let's do, let's do the Mubarak option. I'm fucking ready. Let's get let's make the military a player in the political game. Like, never give them like wrong. control
1: of a third of the U.S. economy, and like when they don't like the president, they just shut down power
0: generation. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> I got my skimboard. I'm ready to ride this shit out.
2: I mean, that's what's happening with the 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 defense contract industry is they've decided they like Biden more, and so they're doing everything they can to get rid of Trump, not because. Trump doesn't give them money. He does give them money, but because Trump isn't starting any wars, and Biden 100% is going to start a war. I mean, guaranteed. But whoever like
1: is wiping his ass every night will be like, you know what? We should go attack Cameroon. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They they're definitely if Biden gets elected, they're going to start a war. Not that Trump might not, but uh, the one thing, the one benefit of him being a a completely unpredictable imbecile is that sometimes the unpredictability helps us and doesn't cause wars. Like, I mean, no, like Trump is tried not, like four times.
1: No. Yeah. So like Trump Trump's calm, like, like right there, like it was there every single time. Trump fucking assassinated like the number two man in Iran. Okay. Just blew him. The Suleimani fuck up.
0: gone, but not forgotten <laughs>
1: for real. I like and to they, think
0: if he was alive today and this is this isn't based on anything in particular, it's just based on the totality of the man. He would encourage you to donate to Dumb and Awful's Patreon. <laughs> he never said anything in particular, but through a, a thousand small kind actions, I, I think he made his intense clear. <laughs>
1: so um, they murdered him just like a fucking... like.
0: No, they did the equivalent of like fucking Colin Powell is just sitting on a tarmac somewhere in Ann Arbor and a fucking drone nukes him. And then Iran just goes, yeah, well, we fucking didn't like him. That's no, what Iran happened in international a, politics. No, no, Iran they bombed a U.S. Bombed base,
2: a US base and, and Trump just went like, "Nobody got injured. It's fine." Yeah,
1: no, no, twenty like so over. I think it was twelve uh, servicemen were emergently evacuated to you know Ramstein, and then Trump was like, "Well, none of them died." you know it's it's fine like i understand that because trump just didn't want to fucking deal with it beyond saying like yeah fucking blow up his car do it all right i'm gonna go play golf uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and
0: say that was the right answer he did this the wise foreign policy move there because some dipshit like biden would go like oh well you know actually the russian bounties have been laundered through the chinese and for some reason we're all in yemen now i mean that's what they tried to do their last great hurrah was trying to invade Syria and public backlash was such that it shut that shit down instantly. But yeah, I mean, if, if it was anybody else who didn't care about popularity of the unwashed masses, but did care about the Lockheed and Boeing funding. Yeah. We'd be fucking over there right now.
2: They've made every signal as a party. The Dems have that they're fully on board with the Neocon agenda. Like, I mean, every aspect of every aspect of interacting with the Lincoln project, having Colin Powell come up, like they are, The fact that the Senate DIMS voted in lockstep, pretty much outside of like Bernie, to make sure that you couldn't pull troops out of Afghanistan. Because, hey, we heard a single source from within the defense industry who said, the Russians have bounties out on us. Not a thing that we did back in the 80s and 90s in Afghanistan. We definitely didn't do that. that.
0: That shit is our new AUMF right? Because as long as you can produce a single intelligence briefing that shows that there is an entity even a single intelligence entity hostile to American strategic interests in the near Far East we legislatively can't remove troops. That's nuts. it's, oh, it's,
1: it's that's, that's not. But it's not going to be the near Far East right? Like the next one, like the really, really disturbing one was a uh, Chris Murphy out of Connecticut, the senator, generally one of the five or six most like leftist senators we have, went on a Twitter rant complaining about how poorly the coup was thrown in Venezuela. Like it wasn't that yeah. it was done; it was that like oh, you did this for shit. We totally could have had. And that. even described it as a coup. He went like,
2: "Yes, we tried to do a coup, and I'm angry that Trump fucked it up."
0: Guaido was at the State of the Union. <laughs> so fucking. The look. The, into, the the scariest thing to recent developments is that you know like the the cops have now realized that we live in a police state yeah and the intelligence agencies if they didn't realize during bush like they've realized now they they can just do whatever yep there's there's absolutely no check on them whatsoever
2: and the new york times will always run a giant article so long as one of you tell us something is happening every single That's, time Yep, they did it in Bush. They haven't learned a single fucking lesson. They love it because it gets them a bunch of attention and it spawns a whole news cycle.
0: If the CIA came out and were just like, yeah, we killed Chadwick Boseman, what would you do? What would anyone do? I would, I would, do I would read the newest
1: Brett Stevens the Brett Stevens article saying like, well, actually,
0: it's good that Chadwick
1: Boseman is dead. And here's 10,000 words that I got paid.
0: We, need to, we need to trust our decision makers who have intelligence available to them that we don't have and who are true good Americans, even if we disagree politically. And that's why we, we put the cancer in Chadwick Boseman's ass. <laughs> within a week, within a week, it would be over. What would you actually do? To get intelligence accountability, you'd have to get Congress to actually use their committees as intended, which means you'd They're have, to, you'd have to win over Congress. Then you'd have to win over the die hard foreign policy blob people on like senate foreign affairs committees then you'd have to win over the fucking military industrial complex people on committees who would then have to act against their funding interests against a black budget that is part of their funding interests now to Get access to the information at a granular level and then propose a strategic overhaul. That would be a massive realigning of the actual employees with experience that have been doing this, developing institutional knowledge within the intelligence community for fucking decades. That's never, ever going to happen. We got caught doing literal torture, like just for no reason. And our response was, oh, what if we put Haskell in charge of the CIA? And that's Samantha Powers. Could be a, a natural moral fit for someone uh, that could pull Biden left. Like, we're absolutely insane. I mean, they the, can do whatever they want. The Dems run
2: the House. They're concerned the Postal Service is being destroyed and it's going to cost them the election. They can impeach the guy at the top of the Postal Service. Where the fuck is that process going? You could actually remove the guy you claim is going to ruin the election and our entire
1: democracy, and you're doing fuck all. So oh, yeah, no, they, had, they, they had a they had a meeting. They asked them a lot of really hard questions. Yeah,
2: they asked some hard questions. They're gonna, they're they passed the bill they back. know won't go
1: anywhere, and then yeah. they did nothing. They're they're going to talk to Mitch McConnell because Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer they they know Mitch McConnell, and they're really going to do re- what they can to really ensure
0: election stability. <laughs> Politics really is just the the thin veneer of a front over a whole bunch of criminal enterprises. Like, worrying about Lev Parnas and whether we should impeach the head of the Postal Service, that is just the dangle for our military-industrial complex and intelligence communities to just go hog-wild on anything they want. It reminds me, this is a fun thing to do in your local community. If you're the sort of person that, like, is aware of what businesses are fronts, uh, go on Yelp and look up the white girl reviews of those fronts it's delightful. It's like like I went to a place in, in Bushwick that is a bodega that stocks about five items poorly and sells weed out of the back. And you can go on Yelp and it's just like white girls just being like, first of all, the place was a mess. I don't know how they're hoping to get any customers. It's because they sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they go into like a rub and tug and they're like first of all they separated me and my boyfriend he apparently got a better massage because I was still sore at the end but he seemed fine it's like they they fucking blew your boyfriend they blew your boy. they, they didn't put the Asian music loud because they loved him they did it to hide him his dick sucked <laughs> Just, there, I, there was a place in Brooklyn that I got smoothies from every single time what does smoothie they, mean Based on Yelp, you would think that these people did not know what a guava was, but trust me, they did. They just didn't give a shit. They were selling yay out of the back. <laughs> every, and every review is just like way too sugary. <laughs> At this At this point, that's, that's what talking about politics feels like people are going like well when are, when is nancy pelosi who was set up for her blowout when is she going to really buckle down and and impeach some of these judicial nominees like shut the fuck they're selling crack out of the back <laughs> you're missing the main thing i'm glad they're doing it because it gives us something to talk about but my god are they just running unchecked and doing whatever they want
2: And they still get to pretend like they're good guys. The the, the fucking house, the dim controlled house couldn't even pass a bill that everyone knew would go nowhere to stop the military from recruiting digitally, from digitally grooming children. They couldn't even manage to fucking pull that off because the Dems themselves sunk it.
0: We're not going to get any sort of law against digital grooming while President Joe Biden is in office. Absolutely not. Oh,
1: fuck no. And you know what the craziest thing about Joe Biden, I've got to say this, I'm sorry, and I I know I've said this a thousand times before, but at the debates, Joe Biden, the only question he was asked, Joe Biden, we all know what he is, was, what is your biggest takeaway from your support of the Iraq war? And his answer was, I learned not to trust, you you know, people that like don't speak from their heart or some bullshit like that.
0: And nobody said anything. That was it. And then he brought Colin Powell up. The very person
2: who lied. And still, still, because they've gotten just as deranged as the fucking right wing, they will, the libs will show out and force if you dare to claim that Joe Biden's a warmonger.
1: Like, didn't no one, like, I just don't get, like, anyone my generation, our generation being, like, for Joe Biden, period. End of story. Like, Trump hasn't sent all my friends to die in Iraq. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're asking you to have no memory at all. Even if I didn't
2: have leftist politics, they're asking me to have zero fucking memory of what this dude has done so far. Mostly when, when lives, uh, interact with me about this stuff, I get a whole lot of like, they get uncomfortable and they're like, but no, you don't understand. He's not actually war monger. Right? You're, you're incorrect. You're, you're remembering it wrong. Or like, well, he apologized for the Iraq war thing. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you apologize, some things should get you run out of politics forever. Right. E- even if you'd have decided that like, he did genuinely mean that apology and you should forgive him.
1: That doesn't mean you give him power to fuck it up again. No, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah,
0: what? what I- yeah, in fairness, not to be uh, too stark, but uh, what Joe Biden did is worse than what Harvey Weinstein did. If he just went, hey, guys, uh, I'm sorry, and I'm running for Senate, nobody would be like, w- w- wait, n- yeah, come on down, Harvey. But because Biden has this institutional base of power, there's basically no evil he can do. That won't be hand waved away as not the GOP. Yeah. I mean, so much of this is like Black Lives Matter is having a little bit of a moment now because regardless of who you are, even if you're on the Facebook knitting groups, you've had to watch, which is way better than experience, just fucking hundreds of black men get annihilated by cops who are trigger happy, right? Yeah. And the day-to-day viewing of that makes you go like, fuck, I mean, I I wasn't really paying attention, but I think this might actually be fucked up in a way that makes me uncomfortable and might compel my voting in one way or another, or at least my pol- political thought to kick into gear and and do the basic moral yeah, like uh, performance. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 and we simply don't have that for foreign wars at all. If you had to watch the the very real like tens of thousands of children in the Middle East that were just absolutely blown fucking apart by our political decisions, maybe you'd feel more invested, but that is never going to happen. We can't even do anything about domestic uh, violence directed at our own citizens. So Joe Biden knows that he can essentially war hawk, beat the drum on China, on fucking, the, the Uyghurs on Pakistan being nuclear, on Russia being the FSB, which is really the KGB and maybe secretly communist. We can just do this forever because we have an empathy gap that nobody with a stake in the game is interested in closing.
1: You know, the reason black lives matters has been so successful right now is that you can watch this live and no longer can you hear a news report from CNN being like, well, there was an officer involved shooting where four black men were hit in the back by bullets fired from a gun that was held by a member who was employed by the, you know, Seattle police department or whatever. We can watch it right now. We can see Blake get shot in the back seven times. And like, this is not acceptable. We know this. The next time we go to war, you know, they're all going to have the same kind of technology in their hands and we're going to get to watch u.s troops just fucking put kids against the wall and shoot them in the back of their heads all fucking day. And that's like that's probably gonna fall on Biden's watch if he manages to not fuck this up because God knows he wants to go invade Venezuela or go invade, you know, put actual ground right, troops yeah. in fucking Yemen because their their drone army is too dangerous to Saudi oil interests or something like that. Like that that's is gonna interesting. Ha- yeah, no, I, gonna I, be, I it's gonna be it's gonna be live. Cause th- like I just saw a video get posted on Twitter of an American troop in Afghanistan pull out his nine against a bunch of kids on donkeys and pull them all off and start screaming at them and putting in the wall asking them where the taliban is these kids are all 12 or 13 that's what the next war is going to be
0: yeah afghanistan and iraq didn't have the like smart phonification of all of the atrocities yep right we had to find out about them 10 years later from navy seals that couldn't fucking dispose of the bloody hatchets in literal cases that they used in tora Bora. right this time it's going to be Everyone has smartphones, so wherever you occupy, we're gonna have a real. It doesn't matter if you don't show the coffins coming back anymore. Uh, there's gonna be MP four footage of the creation of those corpses. Absolutely, yeah. How and bleak, that's, yeah.
1: And that's and that's gonna be, you know, I mean, that's what we're gonna be seeing next time. And there's gonna be, uh, we can watch it right now. We watched in Bolivia where like the the army, which was a clear coup. Right. One of the things that really p- pissed people off about the Trump administration, and the defense industry was that coup was so fucking successful, right? Because Elon Musk needed materials to make his batteries. We went in and overthrew the government in Bolivia. We could watch their like soldiers dress up as cops, doing cocaine, and then going to attack uh, protesters like that was yeah. live on Twitter. Um, that's, what's going to happen. I probably in Venezuela or Yemen, I think those are probably your two.
2: Yeah, he's running to be in charge of the whole system as it collapses, and that's just going to be like one more domino that falls under his fucking reign because he's 100% starting a war. Or his, his, his administration, he'll be puppeted into it because he's a fucking blank slate willing to do whatever the person who gives him money tells him to. Or at this point, whoever has a, whoever's nice to him and gives him a cookie. Yeah,
1: no, he likes ice cream. Uh, that's Joe Biden's thing. Him and Nancy are going to be eating their jennies and uh, you know, watching California burn.
0: We're going to bleep that out because unlike Pelosi, we don't actually get paid for mentioning that brand.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like the whole DNC, yeah. <laughs> uh, all
2: right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this uh, military-centric episode. Uh, show accounts at Dumb Awful Show. This is Brad at Ring We had Rob at Dumb and Awful. We had Brad at Fizz Fishizzle. You can find bonus episodes on Patreon. Uh, we'll probably drop like three this week just because <laughs> we have backed up on them. So... You will still get your four in the month that it's just going to all come in like two weeks. Uh, And then as always, you can uh, join the Discord and come hang out and chat with us. Uh, Subscribe, Rash Review on iTunes. We appreciate it. All right, thanks y'all.